Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to everything you need to know about music in three songs, where you get to hear everything you need to know about music in three songs from the perspective of a 20-something-year-old. That's you. And a 40-something-year-old. That's me. That is you. So what are we doing today? All right, so today I'm going to be talking about the lyricist of all lifetime and Whoa. Kendrick Lamar. You're he, gonna teach me about Kendrick Lamar. I'm gonna Lamar? teach you about Kendrick Lamar and why he's the most why he's the best rapper right now and wow. arguably maybe ever. Really? You think he can take that moniker? He I mean if he continues to do what he's doing. He's maybe. clearly the best now though. Yes. Wow. Undisputed. Undisputed Cause, cause, he's, cause he's the best. He has some radio songs that I hear from time to time, like on top forty, or he will feature, but I don't really hear a lot from him. Oh yeah, no, that, but that's not, that's not him. He makes real rap, like real good rap, and it's just honest and true, and, and it's nothing. Uh, it's not nothing, meant for radio yeah, necessarily. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. It's, All right. It's kind of it's not underground, but it's for people who want to sit down and listen to a good rap album. They'll listen to Kendrick Lamar. Got it. I have heard uh, a few of his songs. I wouldn't say I listened to the entire album. I know you have told me to do so in the past, and if I'm honest, I've, I have not gone front to back on a full album. But it's hard to do. But I will say I have been incredibly impressed with what he can do. And at first, his flow, his style was something I was like, "It's mm, different. It's, it's yeah, definitely it, different." I was like, what is this? But then once you, I think, hear him, he has a, a poetry about him that kind of sucks you right in, and, and I was very impressed with that. He is very. But for you to say he's the best, I didn't expect <clears throat> you to say that. That's pretty. Cool. He he's very poetic. He's right. not like a lot of the like Little Wayne who, I, in my opinion, is the best rapper in the history of the universe. But Lil Wayne, like, he's got a lot of metaphors and wordplay that's crazy and just kind of that whiny little voice he's got going for him that has its own style. Kendrick is just, he's a lot more poetic. There's not a lot of, um, there's not as many in-your-face innuendos. You gotta work and for it. You gotta you really think about pay it. attention. Right, okay. it, is, it is listen to what he's saying music. It also happens that he has a really cool voice and that he goes over some sweet beats but um yeah anyway so i got three songs for you by him okay um the first one is off of his first like major album and to just kind of preface him a little bit more he's got this he's different in a lot of ways and one being that he likes kind of like a jazzy sound okay which you love jazz yeah i do so a lot of his instrumentals and stuff does that come from, from anywhere does he have that in his blood or something? Or yes, what? yes. He's, uh, gosh, I can't remember. One of his family members was a big-time jazz oh, guy, okay. though. Right. And uh, I'll have to look that up. But, yeah, he was a big-time jazz guy. And I guess he grew up listening to a lot of that jazz, solely music, yeah. too, like many of those guys did. Sure. Um, from Compton, California. So what makes him really special is rather than be like most of the other rappers who were talking about getting money or talking about what they did or... Bragging. Bragging or I'm the best, whining the, yeah, or saying, right. yeah, I'm the best ever. Right. I did this. Like, I'm rapping about the drugs I used to sell, stuff like that. He takes it from the viewpoint of this is what I saw in my environment. Okay. This, is, this is what I witnessed. I was not a part of it. I didn't sell drugs. I didn't gangbang. I wasn't bad, but I saw it. It was right in front of me. It was everywhere, and I'm going to tell you all about it. And I'm not going to tell you about it to say, like, yeah, I was there. Like, I witnessed this. I'm so tough. It's right. to say, look at how messed up this is. Really? Like, you will never believe this that stuff I'm going to tell you about. That is an perspective for a rapper to take. 
It really, it really is. So he's he, not just telling you how cool it was because how dangerous it was. He's telling you this is this was tough. Like, oh this was, yeah, this was, this was weird. It's not like the gangbangers who are saying like we're proud. Of yeah, it. I got I got shot. Like yeah. I'm a badass. I got shot. It's more like that there were people shot. shooting each other. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. so he's okay. he's really well known for for like bringing light to a lot of social injustices and a lot of things that he's witnessed that don't really get enough limelight. Like the, the struggles of what's going on in Compton, California and projects across the country and just the oppression that some of these people face, but in a totally different light, like not, not in Tupac style way where he's like, look at this, we got to change this. But he's like, I'm going to tell you in detail wow, what is going on and you interpret it however you want, but this is what happened. Okay. And, he just is a great storyteller. Great storyteller. So he um, does a beautiful job of painting. Did he, did the he scene. ever do anything else prior? Like, was he part of a group, or was he in a I band, mean, or like, I mean, where, where's I mean, where's the musical roots come from? I mean, he just started think, doing it and then did I it. I think then- a lot of people. I mean, Compton is obviously a hotbed for um, rappers, and that's just big in the culture there uh, on the West Coast, and. He just kind of picked it up. I don't think he was ever in any major okay. groups or anything. Right. He's just been rapping for a while. He's like 30. Okay. So he's uh, he's been around for a while. He really didn't get popular until like since 2010-ish. Right. Um, but anyway, I'm going to play you this song right. by okay. him. Okay. And none of these, again, Kendrick Lamar has a very not cult-like following, but he's got a very loyal fan base. Right. And so a lot of people are going to have disputes with the songs I picked, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> I'm sure. But um, Well, everyone has their favorites, but that's oh, not course. what we're doing here. You're doing this no, to teach no. me who he is and why he's important. Yeah, these okay. are three songs that I think really embody him. Okay. And like, like really, really embody him. So they're not his most popular songs. You probably won't know any of these songs. No, huh? No. These, Will I know one of the albums or anything that it comes from? Yeah, you'll probably know okay. all of the albums. All right. Um, but the first one is off of Overly Dedicated, which came out in 2010, and it's called Average Joe. And it's so cool to me because it's just not at all like what rap music was sounding like at the time when it was coming out. Less hi-hats, less really in-your-face 808. It's got more of that jazzy feel to it. And you okay. feel like almost a band could have played this. And the premise of the song, I'll play it. I'll try not to talk over it too much. But the premise of the song is basically, I'm not a gangster. I'm not a killer. I'm literally none of these things that everyone talks about. I'm just an average dude who was there. And because I'm real and honest about that, that's why people love me. That's literally what the chorus basically says. All right, okay. All right, go. And it's him telling stories of like him just being a bystander to some things and then sometimes getting looped into them, like getting jumped by people just because he was around there. Yeah, like nothing nothing bad. But this is uh, Average Joe by Kendrick Lamar. Definitely West Coast, right? Oh, yeah. The hardest thing for me to do. His voice is a little different back then, but. Okay. Is to get you to know me within 16 bars. That's the hardest thing. Who is K. Dot? A young nigga from Compton on the curve, riding raps next to a gunshot. On the corners where the gangsters and the killers dwell The fraudulent tender disguise to get unveiled Everyone I knew was either Crip or Pyro Cousins in elementary, relatives in high school With that being said, each one of their rivals Was aiming something at my head, I needed survival Got jumped, got jacked, shot at, shot back And I don't even push a line, I'm now, just trying to push chronologically, was this an earlier album? Yeah, it's 2010 2010, yeah. okay This is like his first big one Okay 
It's great. What a great beat. Yeah. Let me. The, the hook's coming. You love the hook, yeah. But he basically is like saying, I'm not selling drugs. I'm just trying to rap. And this is why they fuck with me. Never talk, nigga. Believe it. This is why they fuck with me. Do what I do, you know. I'm no gangster, no killer. I'm just your average Joe. One thing you should consider. I'm loving this, you know. This next part's awesome. Okay. Hold up. Where you from? How bang? Where you stay? Westside. That's a pop rule game, the big sack. Well aware they have blue across the hat. Drop backpack and ran inside of the cul-de-sac. Shots ring out. Open the god, I wasn't wet. Crossed the crossroads, crans and ran inside of the jet. Chirped the homies on the high 95. They said they already knew what happened and meet them outside the garage. Never seen that many guns in my life. I was paranoid like a fiend in the night, but needed revenge. Grabbed the nine ball, opened up the door, then got in. Somebody said, fall back. We gon' make these niggas suck. For you, my brother, like a friend, and that's just to remind you. Thought about that so long, I have felt my finals. Fuck. But All right. wow. So I just kind of, no, I mean, great. I love that boy. Just because yeah. yep. he's not the type of artist. Kendrick is not an artist where you just like, oh yeah, listen to this line. This line's great. It's not listen easy to this listening. Line. This is great. It's not. No, you gotta pay attention. It, 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 you have to pay attention. You have to yeah, pay attention. He's doing something. There's art in there. You can tell. And but the fun and it's part not about radio that is, play. No, it, yeah, no, okay. this is never yeah. gonna hit yeah, the radio. No, no, no. But no. this is one of my favorite Kendrick songs, just because. Like you started it well. No, I, I'm I'm feeling where you're going with this. He he, if you listen to it, like his whole verse right. is a story. Like each one of his verses is just a different story. And basically, that one is him talking about a time where he's just walking down the street yeah. and some Crips pull up on him and they're like, "Where are you from?" Like basically, like, yeah. "Are we do we need yeah. to kill you or what?" Yeah. And he doesn't gang bang. He says that he goes, "I don't bang." Yeah. They go, "Well, where do you stay at?" And he stays by where a bunch of blood stay. And so. They shoot at him. Right. And he's not doing anything. Like, he's just walking. Yeah. And they shoot at him. And he's not going to shoot back because he doesn't gangbang. He doesn't do anything like that. So he goes and he calls his friends who are gangbangers. He's like, listen to what just happened to me. Like, these assholes. <laughs> like, do something about it. So then all of them go and basically retaliate for him because they, they respect him. Because he's uh, a nice kid. Everyone, yeah. I guess, like, liked Kendrick Lamar a right, lot. Right, right, right. And that's just really, really cool. And it's basically him saying, look, I don't do this stuff. But, but this is being done they, to me. But they they are with me. Yeah. Like, people like me because I'm honest about it. But don't don't mess with me. Cause That's really cool. It is it is so cool. But it is poetic and his he's saying something which yes. I'm very appreciative of, even if I can't relate necessarily or if it's not something that I'm necessarily you know uh, supportive of or a part of or whatever. The fact that he's telling his story, I'm all about it. I, I mean, think that's really cool. That's, oh, yeah. that's, that's what music is, man. That's and what art is. And he's just telling you about it. He's not saying like, right, right, yeah, right. I no, survived he, getting no. jumped. Because he literally said, he's like, I thought about it so much that I failed my finals. Like, that weighed on me. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> Which is, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's totally different. Normally, you hear like 50 Cent gets shot. He's like, yeah, I got shot nine times. Yeah, Count right, it. right. But Kendrick's like, oh my God, that was scary. It's totally different perspective, especially coming from Compton. That's cool. Very cool. It is really cool. So a good start, very good start. Yeah, and that's like that's young Kendrick. That's before he really gained a lot of traction. Um, so that's just kind of like him telling little stories about what he's witnessed. Like literally, just like oh yeah, this happened that one time. Okay. As he gets, as he gains a little bit more popularity, he starts to really do a little bit more like social injustices. I guess you could say. Uh-huh. Um, after that album, he dropped another album called Section Eighty, and. It's again like just the whole album is a story, just like little stories here and there. Right. 
And that's so cool to like pick up a song. And it's basically like just picking up a book. Like you'll just pick up the song and be like, I want to hear this story. Mm. So he tells you the story. His next album, Good Kid, Mad City, which in, I, that, in which my personal opinion right. is the best hip hop album of it's all the time. One it's I've my favorite album to of the all most. time. Yeah. Of yeah. Him. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those ones I, I told you to listen to it all the way through because yep. um, you have to actually listen to the whole thing from start to finish. It's a really cool setup. It's a basically, it starts off with him taking his mom's van. Okay. And his mom calls him. There's a ton of skits in it, like little skits scattered throughout the songs. And it's his mom calling like, hey, where's my van? Why'd you take my van? I got to get my nails done. And it's actually his mom. Oh, no way. And so, yeah, the more that the album goes on, like there'll be little skits with him and his friends. He never talks, but it'll be like his friends talking about what they're doing. Like, oh, we just you know, picking up some girls or whatever. And it's just the, the whole album is this story of just a day in Compton, California, where they take his mom's van and they go around there, like get snacks, go hit on some girls, accidentally get in like some shootouts and stuff. Like just a everyday thing. All the while his mom always calls and is like, bring me back my van. I got to go get my <laughs> nails right. done. Which is why the van is on the cover of the thing, right? Which is why yeah. that was, and you know, it's funny is that was his family's van. No way. And it's his mom and his dad are on the album and the skits calling like, Kendrick, bring back my van. That's awesome. That's cool. Anyway, so this, song, this next song is 12 minutes long. I'm oh, wow. not going to play the whole thing. I'll right. play you a couple right. pieces. But it's really cool because it's uh, two songs in one. Okay. I know you like kind of obscure I do. song settings. And we'll go into that, but it's it's twelve minutes long, and well, like he, like, no, like, let's just go back for just a second. When he said in the first song he just played, "How do I explain myself in twelve bars?" Right, mm-hmm. that's a great line. Like, how do I put together how do I a get verse you to know me in sixteen yeah. bars? Yeah, or sixteen was it sixteen? Yeah. So how do I how do I show you who I am by while being poetic and staying within the confines of a music musical structure? Right, that's really really hard, and yet to be poetic and deep and actually have it be fun to listen to. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, he's not just like so I'm good at rhyming. It. Right, 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 like, right, right, right. Look, this is me. This is what I've been through. This is what I'm doing. All right. So anyway, this next one is so called... So two songs in one, but he... Why? What do you... What do you it's just... They just so go to... I'll together. show you how it goes together, but okay. it's uh, it's just really cool. And a lot of people think that this may have been like a, the deep dig best song on the project. Okay. But it's d- by far not his most popular. Like okay. this, no, it's not hitting record. But it's just twelve minutes long. It's two songs. Right, There's right, a right, skit right, in the middle right. of it. Oh, but um, again, just listen to uh, the way he tells stories. And it's basically in "Sing About Me." He's basically talking about how he raps about these people and that he's witnessed and he's seen, and they're mad at him. They're like, "Why are you telling people about that? Like, why are you put me on blast?" Oh, and he's like, "I'm not putting anyone on blast. I'm just telling everyone what's happening here." And so. Each one of the verses is basically him addressing a song that he's written in the past. Oh, um, wow. Like there's one about, uh, y- y- I'll just let you listen. Okay. It's right, really, right, really cool. Okay. But okay. it's got that, that vibe, uh, the soul vibe to it, too. Okay. Which, right. which you know I love. Very jazzy. Sounds like Oh, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. There's nobody rapping over stuff like this. No one's rapping over no, stuff like this. And no. not only does he do it, he kills it. When the lights shut off. It's my turn to settle down My main concern Promise that you will sing about me Promise that you will sing about me I said when the light shut off and it's my turn I love down. He like changes his voices in a lot of the chorus Which is kind of fun It's like, cool. like a weird way that no one else about does me. Promise that you will sing about me 
I woke up this morning and figured I'd call you in case I'm not here tomorrow. I'm hoping that I can borrow a peace of mind. I'm behind on what's really important. My mind is really distorted. I find nothing but trouble in my life. I'm fortunate you believe in a dream. This orphanage we call a ghetto is quite a routine. And last night was just another distraction or a reaction of what we consider madness. I know exactly what happened. You ran outside when you heard my brother cry for help. Held him like a newborn baby and made him fail. Like everything was alright in a fight he tried to put up But the type of bullet that stuck had went against his will I mean, he's just telling you a story He's like addressing you almost He's like, thanks for being there You know, yeah. like, this is what happened and he's, he's not rapping on a track He's rapping to a person Yeah, which is so cool Right, right, right That same mentality I told my brother not to duck In actuality, it's a trip How we trip off of colors I wonder if I ever discover a passion like you And recover the life that I knew is I mean, you feel that wow, flow. Totally. It's a great flow. It's a nice beat, wow. and it doesn't change, and it stays you just like that. You see that, like, like that. little jazz guitar? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, like, yeah, dude, like, he who's loves doing that? jazz. No one. And no God, one, not only is he rapping awesome. over him, but he, the, his vocals and his lyrics and flow, excuse, right, me, excuse right. me, are all perfect for that. Right. Like, they, yeah. they pair with it yeah. so well. You couldn't imagine Kendrick Lamar rapping over, like... No. Like, that's why you rarely hear him on songs that are just absolute bangers. Sure. Because it just wouldn't make sense. Right. But... I'll fast forward a little bit. So the song basically like dies down. Okay. And it goes to this skit where his friends are like, dude, why do we always have to keep going through this? Why is life like this? You know, one of their brothers got shot, murdered. Right. And he's like, I'm tired of this. Like, why is this happen all the time? Like, this is terrible. Life is miserable here. And it, it puts a twist on it that basically says, again, not my friends have got killed or, Right. Anything like that, but it's like this is terrible. Yeah, why yeah, does this yeah. keep happening? Like, <laughs> right. why can't which we again change? is not a stance rap usually no, takes. No, but then it goes into another song. Okay, it's basically just talking about the plight of these young black men in Compton right. who are just like they have it miserable, and they just do it. They handle it the wrong way by going and getting really violent and gangbanging and and. Killing everyone, like, right? Rather than addressing it and and really taking care of it and turn, okay. turning to God, he's very he's a lot of uh, Christian references throughout this album really? to the Bible and stuff. Yeah, there's a ton. There's somebody counted them up one time, but there's a ton in this album. Okay, but anyway, this it goes in the skit and just seamlessly goes in the next song. So this is the end or the middle part of the song I just played you. Okay. So, so what we gonna do, my niggas? What we gonna do? Bro, bro, we can go back right now, my nigga. Like, nigga, I don't give a fuck, my nigga. We can go back right now. Fuck, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of fucking running. I'm tired of this shit. My brother, homie. Tired of running. Uh, tired of hunting. Uh, my own kind, but we're tired nothing. Uh, tires are steady screeching. The driver is rubbing. Uh, hands on the wheel. Uh, who said we wasn't? Uh, dying of thirst. Uh, dying of thirst. Why not uh, cut it? Why not make it two songs? That's no, really cool that he kept it. Look at the Right? Yes. It's because that's he, purposeful. Think about that. Oh yeah, because yeah. he plays off of the last album. He's right. like, listen, to all these things that have happened. Like, there's so many little stories yeah. I'm telling you, and then they just like in the middle stop and they're like, I'm so tired of this. Like, right. I can't keep doing this. And then he goes on to explain how they're dying of thirst. stop and go towards the end but he he like has 
tons of little skits that normally I I'm not a fan of skits and songs. No, I'm not usually. I always think they're waste. They're like put another song in or don't because if I want to listen to your album, I don't want to have to sit there and listen to. Yeah, I always thought it was padding. I I agree. Yeah, I agree. But you feel like he's doing it. Tastefully. For the right reasons, yeah. and okay. and they're built into the songs. Yeah. It's not like they're true skits, but they go along with what he's saying because again, this is a story. This isn't just a banger. Like we talked about a concept album, right? Like yes. he's using the whole album to tell one concise, full story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of fucking running. Man, I'm tired come of this talk shit. to me, my brother, homie. Is that what I think that he is? I know that's not what I think that he is. He's got an older lady. Why are you so angry? Who's just like basically See, saying, you guys are doing this wrong. And we won't listen to the whole thing, but they end up saying a prayer. Come on, Lord, in the album. Lord God, oh I come to gosh. you, sinner. Yeah. Lord God, I come to you. I believe that you have I mean, that's like another yeah. minute left of that on the song. Um, So... It's powerful. It's not like regular. No, to put it in the music. same genre as all the other stuff that rap is doing, especially it's, it's at that time, fair. is not the, right. It's, <laughs> it's not, not fair. It's something clearly and obviously blatantly different. There's really, there's really not anybody. Did he get the credit like for that? Him? Did he get the credit you think he deserved for that? Because here's how I found out about that album. Two ways. One was you, and two was a uh, Vanity Fair article that I read about Kendrick. And in it, he was basically being uh, touted as the the rap version, or I should say the musical version of people like Maya Angelou and some of the other yes. major social poets. Yeah. And, and the article was beautifully written. But what it led also to say was he is not getting the credit that he deserves because there's not enough people hearing it because there's not enough people that will ever hear it. Right. They won't find it. Right. Who's going to... No, you're okay. not going to find that. And okay. if you pick up... I mean, think about when you listen to music or something. If you pick up a um, song, you're just like... That you're basing it off of the first 30 seconds of a song. Like, right. that's what your album taste is going to be like. Kendrick Lamar doesn't work like that. You have to be disciplined enough to sit down and listen to it at least once all the way through right. or to like right. appreciate that it's not a little piece of the song is cool. It's a story. You, you're hearing a story. Right. And... Unless you know that and somebody tells you that beforehand, like, hey, you need to go into it with this mentality, people don't do that. So he, I think, definitely misunderstood in that sense. Um, but I think he gets a lot of credit because he is so talented. Yeah. I mean, he obviously gets a ton of credit. Like, no, no, he's no. He's no. widely yeah, regarded right, right. as best. Yeah. But I don't think people understand how powerful what he's saying in his music is. Wow. I personally don't think he gets enough credit for that. But, I mean, he's made the money. He's very famous. But he's using his platform to work on stuff like that. And not in a, I don't know, not in a public look at what I'm doing way, but he's like telling stories almost like Tupac used to do. Right. And if you're not familiar, Tupac was very vocal in his songs about black injustice in the system and sure. in California. So he's really popular with that. Um, and I've got one last song for you. Uh, it was also hard to do Kendrick because he has so many albums to pick sure. from in such yeah. a short amount of time. And they're all really, really good. Um, to Pimp a Butterfly, which came out after Good Kid, Mad City, is widely regarded also as one of the best hip-hop albums. Like, yeah. its rating, the ratings it's got are ridiculous. <laughs> and it, it's very much social injustice. Right. 
you that's know, the theme. That's, that's the, the main theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so this next one is off his most recent album, Damn. And I just did this one because, one, it is one of the most incredible stories. Okay. Um, and two, because he basically is appreciating... It's the last song on the album. Okay. He's basically appreciating how lucky he's been in his life to be in the situation he's at now and how everything is so circumstantial. And I'll tell you about what the song's about before we listen to it. It's called Duckworth. Okay. Which is his last name. That's his last name? Yeah, Kendrick Duckworth. Wow. Where's Lamar then? I think it's his middle name. Okay. Wow. Um, But anyway, he basically just goes in and tells this story about how, yeah, Lamar's his middle name, how he basically has his dad who he's close with. Right. And then he also signed to this record label called Top Dog Entertainment, started by a guy named Top Dog. Okay. From Cali. Mm-hmm. And he's been with Top Dog for a long time, and he references Top Dog all the time. And he also references his dad. Well, the story basically goes on to tell, like, listen to how crazy this is. But my dad worked at this chicken shop, <laughs> like, like fast food joint. Right. And... This guy used to come in there all the time, and it was Top Dog. And he always came in, and he wanted to. He knew he was going to rob it. Kendrick's dad knows he's going to rob it because they've done it before, okay. and they killed somebody. And it, what's his name got off. Top Dog got off. Um, but he knew he was going to do it again. So to get on his good side, he would always like be really nice to him, give him extra free food and stuff, like hook him up, right. whatever he wanted. And so when they did come and rob it, they didn't do anything to him. They left him be because they liked him. They were like, okay, like, I'm yeah, like, he's cool. like you're cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, basically the song goes on to say that 20 years later, they meet each other again in the studio. Stop. Because it's Kendrick's dad and Kendrick's main dude. No and way. And they laugh about it, and they're just like, oh, my God, yeah. No so, way. That's a great story. And it is really cool, but the way that he phrases it at the end, he basically says... Like any small, like who would have ever thought that me being the greatest rapper would be a coincidence? It would be from coincidence because if Top Dog had killed yeah. his dad, um, Top Dog would be serving life. There'd have been no record label, and he would have grown up without a dad. Right. Which, and he says I would have died in a gunfight. Basically, meaning I would have gotten swept into gangbanging, no and my way. life would be totally different. And the way that he does it and tells the story of the two is just see. Give me a story so like that. I'm, I'm, cool. I'm in. That's awesome. And then just That's a fun cool. little like technical thing on the album at the end. After that, he goes die in a gunfight and it pops like a gunshot. And then it plays the album in reverse, really, 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 really fast, and goes all the way to the beginning, and then stops. And the beginning first sentence plays again. Stop. That's yeah. great. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, you know how I love stuff like that. Yeah, you know so I love that. Because that's artistic stuff. Like, that's the stuff that's there for a reason that he wants to say something and he means something that's important. I love that. Oh, it is It is so, so cool. He's just, he's different. Kendrick Lamar is different. But listen to the beginning of the song. This isn't it, but this is the first song on the album. Yeah, this is the first song, right? Yeah. So I was taking a walk. He says, I was taking a walk the other day. This part plays again at the end of the album, which is incredible. But I'm going to play you this song. It's it's really weird because he's got these like people that are just not hip hop at all singing on the front. Until I found it's me versus me. 
this song oh, Hail Mary, your marijuana times is hard Pray with the hooligan, shadows all in the dark Fellowship with demons and relatives, I'm a star Life is one funny motherfucker A true comedian, you gotta love him You gotta trust him, I might be bugging Infomercials and no sleep Introverted by my thoughts, children listening gets deep See once upon a time inside the niggas and garden projects The object was the process and digest poverty's dialect Adaptation inevitable Gun violence, crack spot, federal policies So, he's hard to understand Anthony was the oldest of seven Well respected, common collective There's so much there So, Hard times, mom on crack A four-year-old telling his nanny he needed her his family history pimping and banking. He was meant to be dangerous. Clacked him a grip and start slanking. Fifteen stepping up his jeans with cords. Just wait for the beat switch too. This is right up your alley. Last weekend, Dodger police been working for his big homie. Small town hustler, crashed the shooters, caught a murder case. Fingerprints on the gun, they assuming, but witnesses couldn't prove it. That was back when he turned his back and they killed his cousin. He beat the case and went back to hustling. Bird shuffling, Anthony rang the first in the projects with the two-tone Mustang. That 5.0 thing, they say 5-0 came Circling parking lots and parking spots And hopping really out good. while harassing the corner blocks Crooked cops told Anthony he should kick it He brushed the him off just and walked back to the fried chicken See at this chicken spot that was a light-skinned nigga That talked a lot with a curly top and a gap in his teeth He worked the window, his name was Ducky He came from the streets to Robert Taylor home Southside Project, Shine Rack, the Terra Dome Drove to California How in the hell that happened? Uh. They had a son hoping that he see college Hustling on the side Oh my god I've never concentrated so hard. No, you have to pay attention. He figured he'd get on these niggas' good sides. Free chicken. Every time Anthony posted in line, two extra biscuits. Anthony liked them and then let him All right, I know I'm not, I'm not talking very much on these, but I, I can't. I can't. You can't. This is just one of them. So listen to this in. Right. You take two strangers and put them in random predicaments. Give them a soul so they can make their own choices and live with it. 20 years later, them same strangers you make them meet again. Inside recording studios where they reaping their benefits. Then you start reminding them about that chicken incident whoever thought the greatest rapper would be from coincidence because if anthony killed ducky top dog could be serving life while i grow up without a father and die in a gunfight and then the whole thing plays back So I was taking a walk the other day. That's incredible. That's brilliantly done. Holy smokes. Isn't that cool? Never knew that. Yeah. He, I never got to the end of that. No, no one. That's, that's God, the thing with Kendrick Lamar. Like, it's start to finish. It's, it's a story, but it's really crazy. He does some wild things. He's hard to really start listening to, I think. Um, for some My people, brain hurts a little, if yeah, I'm honest. Yeah. Like, just trying to listen to everything that he's packing into every single sentence. He gets a lot. He, he gets, gets a lot. lot, in a lot. There. There's no filler. Yeah, he's not like my dad works at a chicken place. He's like telling yeah. you about his buck teeth and his <laughs> curly hair and the way that he talked too much yeah. and smiled and everything. It's just, it's not what you normally get out of rap music, which is very much like, all right, where's the punchline? There's the punchline. That was a good line. Right. Like, oh, here comes the next one. Good. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This, you're just shut up and listen. Wow. You just really got to shut up and awesome. listen. It's so cool. Well done. Well done. Didn't know 
either or any, I should say, of the three songs. So well done there. Yeah. You knew the albums. New, yeah, knew the albums. Uh, did not know really the complexity and everything that he puts into that. And the best, <clears throat> the best part is about him, everything is like that. It's not just I picked three songs that are like the story tell. That are advanced in yeah, comparison are, to other advanced. stuff. Yeah. This, was so, this was not actually, I was going to say this is so hard to do. This was not hard to do at all. I could have picked any three songs by him. Really? Yeah. I think these were the best, but you really could just pick so many. There's so much to choose from because it's all just top notch. Well and done. it's all just like that. That's really cool. Very cool. Yeah. I learned a lot. That was really well done. So anyway, yeah, that's Happy. Kendrick Lamar in okay. three songs. Very cool. All right, well, hope you enjoyed that. And uh, thank you for listening to the podcast, and we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.